this okay, is cool. this okay fuck it let's talk that in itself literally proves about this movie that i think in my head that i don't think that many people would even want to listen to this episode <laughs> i understand why people absolutely hated this when it came out i don't it's like if happening. i would have seen it <laughs> And at, if I would have seen it three years after, well, no, four years after it came out, I would have been like, yeah. this fucking sucks. Really? Yeah. Well, it's, it's not that it's a bad movie. I think it's a, the most ball, one of the ballsiest movies I've ever seen because they are purely doing unconventional on purpose. Yeah. We'll get into, obviously. But like, there, there's a lot of different movies this movie reminds me of. Mm. which i'm excited to talk about yeah we'll talk about ratatouille um, too god damn it um this is <laughs> we're I, I let's just get into it this is uh welcome back to stargazing this is the podcast about movie stars uh we're currently in our month-long series on the matrix is it quadrilogy quintet quartet uh, Four of them now. Quadrilogy sounds better, but quartet sounds like amazing. I want to use that word more. Yeah, that sounds cool. We should start a Matrix quartet, just like four dudes dressed as various Matrix characters, like doing like doo-wop songs. I call yeah. Trinity. You want to be Trinity? Yeah, I want to be in her outfit. Okay, uh, I'll be um, uh, I'll uh, Cipher, the Joe Pan- Joey Pants <laughs> character. I'm just kidding. I want to. Okay, the whole gimmick is that you would think, okay, I'm going to see this Matrix band. They're going to be looking in cool clothing. No, we're wearing their clothes from the real world. So we're wearing like potato sacks on ourselves. We're not wearing cool leather jackets and shit. Mesh sweaters. Like, (laughs) rip the fuck up. (laughs) We're talking about the Matrix series. I'm Sean Kameens. I'm Wiz Cabacho. This is the. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is Matrix Reloaded, and like, I feel uh-huh. like this had this is a movie with like a really bad reputation, terrible right? reputation. Like, but like, you know, I look, it's got like a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I think it's just literally like people came back after saying, "Wow, this." Remember how bad Matrix Two was? Yeah, because like here, like. I don't want to like say it completely because I'm literally like this. I found this fact from another podcast. Uh, like I was listening to Blank Check, their episode on this, which is a great episode. I was too. I was too. Um, and like um, Griffin brings up the fact that like Quentin Tarantino was talking about his 20 like best movies since he has uh, become a director. So from mm-hmm. when fucking Reservoir Dogs come out to now. And he yeah. said, like, oh, the Matrix would be up there, like, higher as number one. But the sequels left such a bad taste in my mouth. Like, what, so what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you not rewatching it? I rewatch movies all the time to be like, oh, do I actually like this better now? The, why yeah. would you not want to do that with the Matrix? And, like, even if I didn't like this movie, it's not like... I, I just, it's not like bad enough to ruin the first one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, I don't know. Like, I, I do think though, like in, in their defense, you know, I guess like we have been like, how old is this movie? This movie's like almost 20 2003. Yeah. Like this movie's almost 20 years old. There is a level of like, 
you know, we've been sort of prepared by like the cultural, like mm-hmm. hysteria surrounding these movies. They're like, oh, it's not what you would expect. You know, it's a little different. It takes some weird turns. Well, like I can totally, I, I think I, I'm starting to see like, if I went into this, like, fuck yeah, Matrix, bro. <laughs> and then like, and yeah. like walking out of the theater, like there was a nearly like 10 minute scene where God tells the main character that everything <laughs> he knows is fucking rigged. <laughs> <laughs> you know it oh takes my God. like I, i've established I've, this is my first time seeing the sequels i've never seen reloaded um mine too i feel like the reaction to this and like some of what is in the movie reminded me of what is my second favorite star wars movie uh the last jedi in this thank you kellen yes yes um which is a good movie thank you uh here's uh, my argument though that you probably don't agree with mm-hmm. the new recent trilogy is good all all <laughs> yes even the third one fuck all right listen <laughs> this is a funny ass discussion we're having right now i me the only reason that I've ever been a Star Wars fan is because Anakin Skywalker was my he's hero and yeah. he's my guy. Uh, like <laughs> as a, as a kid, it was black Spider-Man, like from Spider-Man three, the black Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Anakin Skywalker. And who did I say last on the last episode? Punisher. <laughs> That's what yeah, I looked Punisher. So rewatching the newest ones, like I'm not a huge fan of the like movies because I like grew up with them and I'm a fan of them. From my point of view, someone who's not a huge fan of Star Wars, I watched them and had so much fun, all of them. And I was like, these are all at least four star movies. Like they are pure entertainment. It's Hollywood entertainment. That's all those movies are. And that you are coming from the perspective of someone who fucking loves Star Wars. Yeah, well past tense i think i don't know it's oh a, really it's a, it's hard to say anymore there's just so much of it and like the the amount of it that i like is like gets smaller every time disney comes out with a new fucking disney plus mm. or whatever you know okay so it's, okay. it's, it's, it's kind of weird now it, it's like did you it like be, um solo that was all right oh uh, you're racist what <laughs> it's a white guy but like it, it, it was, it's just, it used to be like Star Wars is like, do you like Star Wars? And someone, you're, it's like, do you like the movies? And it's like, yeah. But if you ask someone, do you like Star Trek? It's like, well, that's a tougher <laughs> question to answer because it's like, there's so much of it. But now it's like the same thing where it's like, when you say, do I like Star Wars? Do you mean like, do I like the movies? Do I like the Mandalorian? Do I like the video games? You know? Damn, you're fucking right. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Because the Matrix is not like that. Which is, that's the thing of like, why I feel like so excited for the Matrix, even though I've only, you know, I'd only ever seen the first one is because like, it feels special, you know? Did you like the Matrix? Well, I didn't like Reloaded and Revolutions. Well, there's a new one. That's what it was. That's what it, well, that's what I'm saying. Like when you asked him a year ago, that's what it'd be. The first one's really It's always a qualifier. Yeah. Yeah. We don't we pretend those don't exist. Yeah, yeah which is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. They literally came out like this is a trilogy. This is the trilogy. That's why the whole Star Wars thing is fucking stupid. Oh, the newest trilogy isn't canon. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes, it is. <laughs> it literally is. 
You can't just dismiss it because you yeah. decide that you don't like well, it. Well, I, I personally prefer to believe it just ended with uh, The Last Jedi. <laughs> you know? See, you are literally the... Okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. But that's the that's thing. A- it's all fake. None of it's real. None of this happened. It could be whatever <laughs> you believe it is in your fucking head. It's fucking right. He's right. Like, I... I, I, I well, don't- what about this book? I, I've never read it. I don't fucking care about that book. <laughs> I really don't care. I don't give a fuck about that book. <laughs> That's the thing about fictional universes. It's none of it's real. <laughs> I don't know why people That's get so, so mad about it. Uh, I hated licorice pizza because the 10 year difference. It's not real. It literally is not fucking real. You just, that's all in the part of the playing of brain yeah. in your head. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's my okay. argument for anything now, actually. Yeah, it's not real. I'm like so mad about it. <laughs> a little, it's a little gaslighty. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you getting so fucking worn up about it? Come on. I give a fuck. I'm gonna start saying that shit all the time. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, but like uh, to go back to what I was saying earlier, like the Matrix still feels kind of special because it hasn't been being, you know, crammed into our fucking throat mm-hmm. every other year for the past like decade you know it's like oh you know neo's back where it's like where now it's like hey guys spider-man's back i'm like i know (laughs) i know i just saw a movie like less than three years ago with him in it i know fucking know it was about i kept checking my watch when the fuck is this goddamn movie gonna come out that's exactly why i stopped like eternals hey guys go watch it fuck no i don't feel like watching it Nah, but you have to see it to understand. No, doesn't exist. It's not fucking real. It's I don't. It's gonna be care. super important to the. It's gonna be super important to Phase Four. Yeah, but it's like not a real thing. <laughs> I watch CNN. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! I'm not watching that fucking movie. I don't feel like it. Eternals, I'm never watching it. It looks so real fucking thing. boring. What it looks the, so boring. I'm trying to remember for I, I, I remember from our Ratatouille episode, what was the girl at your daycare, your job? What did she say? Like, that's silly. That's not real. What, do you remember? Like, yeah, that's that's a Ratatouille. We were talking about the plot. I was explaining the plot of Ratatouille to a five-year-old. And she said, That's silly. That's that's not real. I'm not watching. <laughs> And I was like, it is. It's a great movie. It's a cool cartoon. <laughs> That's silly. That's so silly. Eternals? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Never catch me in the theater watching Eternals. Oh, my God. But this documentary called Matrix Reloaded, I'll go see it any fucking time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, I, I guess I'm jumping really into the thick of it with this Um you know movie. But like, I think it's a similar thing to like the reason people kind of got really angry at this movie is the same reason well one of the same reasons people got kind of angry at the last jedi is because you know the matrix not i don't think nearly on the same level as star wars but the matrix spawned like a fandom you know mm-hmm. like uh, earlier today trent sent us that video of like people <laughs> outside the the premiere of reloaded dresses like matrix characters yeah uh like and this movie kind of like the last jedi sort of says hey the shit you like have made a part of your personality really doesn't kind of matter 
<laughs> no, sort of like also the, the literally the first one, The Force Awakens, like because The Force I, well, Awakens no, is like a subversive I, I, movie. I disagree to, because it's still kind of reverential of like the exact same story they did before. Yeah, yeah. While like, but I'm saying subversive, subversive as in like the choices yeah, yeah. that they do make. If I could. I, the last Jedi is like kind of like a Star Wars movie made for me, and that it's just like, what, what the fuck are you talking about, Metaclorians? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean force levels? Shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, just <laughs> this is a movie with a lot of on its mind. Mm-hmm. I would say, mu- like, arguably too much, <laughs> too much to literally put all in their two-hour runtime, like. To way well, yeah, too much. I guess the the most interesting thing, the probably the only really noteworthy thing to talk about the production of this movie is that uh, this and the 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 third sequel, Revolutions, were filmed back to back, or at the same time, and released in the same year. Yeah, yeah, they were filmed back to back, released like six ish months apart. I think maybe five months. Yeah, and they came out in the same year. Reloaded came out in May two thousand three. And Revolutions came out in November 2003. Yeah. It was, you know, it's like, um, which I think off the top of my head, the only other time I can think of that this has been, had been done before is uh, Back to the Future 2 and 3. And yeah, even, and this one even ends with like a to be concluded. It's pretty, uh, uh, not good, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. No, it's not it's as visible. good. I mean, if you're gonna do a cliffhanger, you can't do Back to the Future Part Two. As a, a, I love that. It's ending. great. Yeah, Two has always <laughs> been my favorite of the trilogy. Which is really? I know Mad Lad thing to say, but yeah, because one yeah. is a perfect movie. But was, yeah, it's, those movies are so fun. I love so fucking so fun. Much. God damn yeah. it! Yeah, we should do that. We should. We could. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's keep going. Yeah. 80s and 90s. Michael J. Fox could be kind of fun. like God. Back to the Future is absolutely amazing. Like yeah. Speaking yeah. speaking of amazing sequels, like. Mm-hmm. And but man, like, man, I man, also oh, feel like yeah, like this is the, besides Last Jedi. I was going to say like this movie does kind of remind me of Back to the Future Part Two, and that the Matrix trilogy so far. I haven't seen three yet. Like the Back to the Future trilogy is like one perfect movie and two like solid sequels you know and that's like how i feel about the vacation trilogy it's one perfect movie with like so far a, a solid sequel you know mm-hmm. like it's a tough act to follow is it mm-hmm. it's a tough i mean you're following the best movie of all time and you're mm-hmm. like all right we want to make a sequel to this how <laughs> that's like hey citizen king part two what <laughs> the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah they made it when it came out they just saw how everyone loved the first one They're like we cannot release this this cannot see the day of light uh, the light of day the day of light it's um, a day of light yeah but uh like it's so jam-packed with ideas yeah. it literally is like like the first one it's in implementing this world that you're literally like being introduced to never caught a glimpse of mm-hmm. um giving you these fucking insane characters uh brand new ideas something you've never seen in a blockbuster before and i also think like 
the first one's kind of feels kind of standalone. Like it, it feels kind it of does. Like it could be done there. Yeah. Like it kind of feels like, you know, like it sort of wraps up. And I think like this movie does kind of lean into that. Like this, whole, the idea of like, okay, he's the one. And now what? <laughs> you know? they, fucking Colin, you don't know how glad I am that you like this and you get it. Thank you. Kellen, I'm so fucking glad. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. It literally is making fun of itself. It's literally making fun of itself. You think so? Yes. <laughs> the fucking Warner Brothers is like, hey, we let you do whatever you want for that movie. We didn't give you a good budget, so you actually couldn't do whatever you want. But what if we actually give you whatever you want? And the Wachowskis are like, first off, fuck no, we don't want to. Like, I'm saying they, they in their head, they probably were like, this is a sequel. We don't make sequels. We're not going to make sequels. Yeah. The Matrix is deaded. But Wonder Brothers like, we'll give you whatever the fuck you want. So Wachowskis say, okay, we're going to give you a movie that makes fun of itself, is not at all doing what you wanted to do. <laughs> Like you want Neo to be a badass, but in this movie he's cold, and he doesn't do that much. <laughs> well, he's a, yeah, he's not yeah, he's not working hard anymore because he doesn't have to. Yeah, like he's God. <laughs> he's God. What the fuck else do you want him to do? Get her, like die? He can't. He's God. Like it's uh, fucking crazy. What did you expect to happen? There's also um, oh, my, this is my potential hot take about this movie is that one of the complaints against it is that there's too many expositional dialogue scenes of people talking about philosophy. And my hot take is those are the parts of the movie I like. I like that stuff better than the action. I'm not, I'm not I, I don't, okay. It's a hot can, take, but not to me. I agree. I think I agree. Okay. Cause really, okay. the, I like the highway chase. That's good. And I like the highway where, chase and Trinity is amazing to me. Yeah. And I like the bit where like, um, you know, he's fighting the dudes with the sword, but like, I think for me, like one of the things that stopped me from like fully loving it, you know, is it like, I just feel like the action kind of like, it's, you know, I talked about in the first one, it's got a real oomph to it, you know, it's got a real like power to it. And this, it feels a bit more weightless. It feels a bit floaty to me. Yeah. But that's just, it's leaning into the look mm -hmm. is leaning hard into this, this like <laughs> fake, literally fake that's that's the look of the movie we want this to look fake yeah give and, them something uh, they've never seen before ooh, it does it does <laughs> it's like fake. it's like uh, what's a scene in a movie that's never happened before let's give them that but they <laughs> they can they've never imagined this movie this scene so let's just make it look like fake Okay, yeah, let's do that. I really, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I really don't think they were going, trying to make some of this look fake. Well, I mean, I, well just okay, like the I'm, okay, special, time, you know? obviously the special effects, I agree, but I mean, like, a lot, like, shit looks plasticky. Like, oh, yeah. Their yeah. clothing, the way they move, everything. Yeah. Well, because, like, yeah, the fight scene is not good. Well, the, that fight scene is good until, like, once he picks the pull up, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it looks like PS2. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's good. Which oh, I've, seen okay. some people, I've seen some people try to justify as, like, oh, the Matrix just can't handle that many uh, 
Agent Smiths, you know, so like the yeah. Rayo, it's like no, well, no. shut the fuck up. He literally made a man explode last time. It's still kind of cool though. It's still kind of cool, fun though. Like it's, it's impressive. Like, it does like kind of like you know, it stops it from being on the same level as like literally any of the action sequences from the first movie. You know, it's impressive, especially when you think we wouldn't have Marvel movies if this didn't happen. Is that supposed to make me appreciate this movie more? No, no, I just mean like the <laughs> techniques. Kidding, I mean, kidding. I mean the movie making techniques. Like, yeah, I know they use digital, like, uh, literally digital cinematography for the first time ever. Like, I the, thought this was shot on film. I mean, like the fake cameras. Oh, the yeah. Dig- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, this is all still like very early technology. Oh, I don't. I want to give you the real name of this type of camera now. Like the cameras that are literally computer generated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know what they're called, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Like that's that's insane. I guess we can get into like specifics. Yeah. So I mean, the Matrix. I guess for the production, it's just like the Matrix One is the at the time was the most successful movie ever. Uh, it was literally like shifting pop culture like nothing. And they're like, why the fuck would we not give you whatever you want to make part two? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and they made a part two and people did not like it. I feel like part two people were like, um, okay, but maybe three is going to be incredible. And then three was like, from what I understand, kind of just continues this momentum in this movie. And like, that's when I think people really turned on yeah. the sequels. Like it didn't make at all, I think, what it was projected to make. Yeah. Um, but like we said, people had had bad. T- people said two or three don't exist. Never mind. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Because this, I mean, this movie made a shit ton. It it became the highest grossing R-rated movie ever, and then Deadpool was the first one to break that record. That's crazy. Yeah, Deadpool's yeah. recent. Yeah, it's wild. What's Deadpool? 2015, 2016? Uh, yeah, twenty sixteen. That's and this was came out two thousand three. Yeah, a full. It took thirteen years. It's crazy. Deadpool still has that record, right? I think so. You know what we were kind of talking about earlier that like the first Matrix is kind of like you know a, a self-contained, open and shut, you know, movie, right? Mm-hmm. In a way that like I I feel like um one complaint I've heard about this movie that like I I'm I kind of agreed with um. Is it like the the first act feels like a bit of a stumble to me, you know? No, I don't want to say stumble. It feels like, you know, because with when you really break it down, it's like they're kind of starting from scratch almost again. So like the first like third of this movie is them like putting the pieces in place for like what the next two movies are going to be. But I wrote down um, like all (sighs) I like the Zion stuff. I do too. It's like, I saw like, um, like I, I don't like the music in that montage, but that montage is really good. You know, I, I you want to- The be- sex montage? Yeah. yeah like, I mean, like, I understand why you don't like the music. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Y2K. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, uh, I do feel like a little nostalgic for this time that like I wasn't conscious for, you know? Yeah, but like I, I feel like I was alive. <laughs> You're entirely a, a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just here. I'll read my review. This is the way I I reviewed it this time. Mm-hmm. 
um, I just said the multi-million dollar movie that includes a scene where a sea of mainly black and brown people dance to celebrate life. And intercut within that scene is a scene where two of the main stars make life. They fuck. They fuck hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's uh, like, it's so crazy. What? Then, then you, like, how we're questioning why people didn't react to it well. This is the first 30 minutes of the movie? Yeah. It's like, can you imagine if, like, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back had, like, a, a full, like, a five-minute montage of, like, just the rebels on Hoth getting it on? <laughs> and two of them literally getting on we see like yeah full like nakedness yeah thrusting and whatever like <laughs> yeah but it is like i mean it is like you know like kind of like i i i don't know like the idea of these movies of like man versus machine it's like that touch you know the the, the sensation of like god this i don't like saying this out loud like skin on skin you know that's like uh-huh. the whole you know it's so it's tangible you don't get that in the matrix yeah but it's and it's also just like you know in the first movie zion's kind of abstract you know it's like uh <laughs> we never see it we only hear yeah it. so like for this one it's like i know this movie and the next movie it's like zion is like the center of the drama you know it's like they got to show like what's at stake right mm-hmm you know, this is what the heroes are fighting for. Yeah. And I love, like, um, just also talking about some of the Zion stuff and just, like, the scenes of, like, people talking about philosophy. I love, like, the scene of Neo talking to the counselor, you know, about, yeah. like, we have these machines and we control them, you know, like, and, like, we, well, it's, like, well, we could turn these off if we wanted to. They don't control us. And it's, like, yeah, we could, but, you know, do we want to, like, go with the lights out? You know, do, do we really have that choice? Mm-hmm. and i think like, it's so do you realize what you're even saying right now you're saying yeah. all this stuff that you're willing to sacrifice but you are not willing to sacrifice yeah and like it's that like um because like the first movie is like so like i feel like to the point about like about freedom you know and about free will and like neo achieves that at the end of the first movie and i feel like this movie is really interrogating like okay what does that mean like is there such a thing as true freedom Mm-hmm. which is something I don't know if I've talked to you about, but like, that's like, I'm in this fucking political science class and that's like what it's all about, you know, <laughs> like, like this idea of like, sure, we could try to be free and independent, but there's still so much like we depend on, you mm-hmm. know, that like, it's a little harder to define once you actually try to like maintain, you know, achieve that. Damn. That's why. Right. So <laughs> Let me get real world real quick. So that's why racists are fucking idiots. Like, yeah. And then that's why vegans broke the matrix, bro. I really, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> vegans broke the matrix. I don't feel the need to join you on this cover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not meeting you halfway on this noise. You're going to have to keep explain. <laughs> okay. Bro, listen, you just explained that, like, in this movie, the counselor is saying, what are we fighting for? We're fighting for our freedom, like, yeah, because we hate that these robots exist to control us. So we hate their control. But 
like think about it we need them they are literally providing us everything we need providing us clean water providing us energy providing us everything yeah. you just want to be able to destroy them to say you control them why the fuck do we get that control over them vegans bro they know because they're like i'm willing to sacrifice meat why why are you a vegan i'm a vegan because i think it's terrible what they do to these animals and the way they kill him so much so that I'm not going to participate in that activity whatsoever. Okay, it's hard to explain. I, I, think I'm, I think I'm following you. I think I'm following you. But just like the idea of you like... You don't? I, I think it's just that idea of like free will isn't as easy as we would like it to be. I guess, mm-hmm. you know. I was just like, yeah, sure. If I wanted to, I could drop out of school, cut off all contact with everybody I know and like go off into the wilderness but it's like not it's not as easy that's not like an a or b decision you know it's like you know it is like certain amount of like factors and like whatnot Mm -hmm. that make it more complicated and i think like it's you know like (laughs) i don't mean to sound defeatist i i I really hope this doesn't come across as cynical but i think like the idea of true freedom is like kind is abstract and kind of futile, you know, like, I don't think there's like, you know, I, I think what this movie kind of goes for too, is it like that sort of like freedom is found in like other people, you know, it's like Neo and Trinity's relationship. So, yeah. Which you were because right. like this movie sold me on them. Yeah. Right. It, well, it's also because like, uh, like you think freedom, everyone has to be unified. But it's like, no, that's not fucking possible for every single mind to be unified. There's no way. But let's show you, like, it is a little bit possible between two yeah. people, at least. Literally, literally it's, love. It's, it's futile, but we got to try anyway. Yeah. yeah, let's fucking try it. Even if it's only two people that can do it. Yeah. Like, Neo got resurrected by love. Yeah. <laughs> In this movie about robots, he gets resurrected by love. Like a yeah. kiss. A physical touch. Mm-hmm. And this movie, Trinity gets saved because Neo is in love with her more than he is in love with humanity. Well, it's it's also like, I mean, it, well, you know, God, we're, we're jumping around, but that's fine. That final choice is like he has the choice between correct me if I'm wrong, because like the, the, this there's a lot in this scene, <laughs> that architect scene. So correct me if I'm missing something or I got it wrong. But there is like a sort of it's his options are he can go reboot the matrix as it's been sort of destined, you know, uh-huh. and choose like a select group of humanity to continue onward. Yeah, they they killed the matrix. Let most to start of his, a new matrix. Yeah, let most of his like friends and loved ones die in the process. Yeah, or he can go and he can save Trinity and what's most likely going to be a doomed effort is try and save everybody. Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> and even, and also before he enters this dilemma, they already know what he's going to pick. Yeah. They know he's the one he's food. They finally found the one and yeah. they're like, fuck, let's still try to nudge him over here. Yeah. Even though, you know, and it's, and it's, no such, it's such a rug pull tool too you know talking about like how like it's a movie that's telling you like what you thought you cared about doesn't matter they like yeah you're the one we decided that you're the one you're like a glitch that keeps popping up every time we do this you know <laughs> damn that's fucking insane yeah it's so it's a little ballsy i'll admit it like it's you know 
it's i'm starting to understand why people maybe didn't like it <laughs> it's very ballsy it's yeah. so ballsy to just go like nah it doesn't really matter and there's also like a sort of meta element too of like uh like story cycles you know like the hero's journey like myth being to- the same myth being told over and over again yeah it's so, it's, it's interesting it's so good <laughs> I, I, like it's you're i'm so ha- like I'm happy talking about this movie, but I'm even happier that you get it. You, yeah, damn, big, like, big brain. I told you, big old brain. <laughs> um, that's what I kept t- telling Kellen because I I watched this movie for the first time a couple months ago, and uh, he told me like, "Do you think I like it?" And I told him, "No, I don't think you like it like as much as I do, but you'll understand it because you got a big brain. You got a big old brain in that head." <laughs> Uh, like everything uh yeah it's crazy uh they do nothing nothing that you want them to do yeah like, hey give us some character arcs no we're gonna give you like yeah. your two favorite characters trinity and morpheus they have no character arc well i feel like morpheus is uh like i would have to watch it again and kind of pay more attention to him but i do think there's something about like faith you know and that like would you say faith faith yeah okay yeah that because he's a, he, right. he's a believer that's his whole thing yeah like yeah he taught neo how to believe and like yeah but he's a believer in neo <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> like he is so invested in neo that if he's like they're like okay well like this risk that you're taking it could lead to all of humanity's death he says okay i don't care yeah neo says it so you guys are actually gonna die trust me guys yeah, Neo's and, it's, here. and it's also i mean just looking at other like you know looking at classic trilogies like the second one's always the darkest that's like all hope is lost mm-hmm. the best example of this is empire strikes back which is yeah. you know like it's so main, good <laughs> yeah uh which is a fantastic just a fantastic movie like other star wars movies it's like oh it's a good star wars movie but no that one's a good movie the mm-hmm. yeah, right? amazing movie but like you know that one is like the hero let his friends get fucked up and like when he went to try and save him he got fucked up you know like you know they failed like neo may have doomed all of humanity at the end of the, se- the second one yeah because the first one uh it doesn't do anything you want it to do no which even then thinking you're like okay what did i want part well, two to do and you can't think yeah. of anything that's a, it's a movie that gives you what you need, not what you want, you know. And I think that's yeah. one of the best kind of sequels. But it's also because like you don't need anything really. Matrix Which is One like, could be its own thing. There's no reason for this to exist. I mean, the thing I thought was what people wanted was, and I'm gonna. And this is such. A, I mean, this is like the most argued about movie of all time. Like, I'm not saying anything new. But I feel like, you know, people wanted to see Luke Skywalker be a lightsaber wielding badass, just like mowing down the stormtroopers or whatever. Yeah. Which I personally like, and I think that's like a good like Rorschach test of like why do people like Star Wars? And if like, and if that's why you like Star Wars, all the power to you. I'm not trying to like hate on that. I just think it's stupid and unsatisfying. (laughs) uh-huh like but oh like, so you're see, saying like you they wanted this people, to be that's what people wanted that's what people uh, let wanted me see me be a badass yeah let me see you know ray hands luke skywalker the end of the lightsaber at force awakens they want to see him like light and say let's fucking go you know damn bro but to you're me that's killing like, it to me it's like who 
care. Like, I don't understand. I just wish I could understand people who are like, to me, it's like the last shadow. It's like, what's Luke done? Well, we know from the Force Awakens what JJ set up, by the way. You know, this isn't Ryan Johnson undoing somebody's work. JJ set up Luke Skywalker fucked up and he went into hiding. He fucked up so bad, he abandoned his friends for like 20 years. Damn. On this island by himself. And the, what the, I feel like The Last Jedi kind of understandably picks up on is like, oh, so he's probably like a broken shell of a man then. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't be here. And I just can't understand people who are, that's not like a duh thing to them. You know, I can't understand people who are like, what? <laughs> damn you're so fucking right you're completely right that sums up everything that i think about that and like, both star I mean, wars and this to me the moment they're like have you seen the mandalorian moises i've seen the some of the first season spoil yeah the, are you talking about like luke skywalker popping yeah. up yeah the fact that like there were people like weeping over that is what made me go okay this this thing just isn't for me anymore you know damn like, that was just like i was just like I was, you know, I was like, oh, you know, when that happened, like I was watching with my dad. I'm like, oh, cool, I guess, you know, <laughs> well, like seeing people like, thank you. This is what we've been wanting. It's like, bro, that's not deep. We wanted whatsoever. to see, we wanted to see Luke Skywalker murder people, <laughs> you know, just mow down fucking robots and have a lifeless, C- weird CGI face. That's what we've been wanting. And I'm just like, okay that this isn't for me anymore. I can accept that, you know, like I, I can accept like, you know, that at a certain point, you just got to cut your losses. Right. Damn, <laughs> That is making me rethink all my Star Wars opinions now too. I'm not trying to. This no, is, it does though. Matrix, no, cause no, no, no. Because like I, I was kind of on that level. I was like, ah, the movie's fun, bro. This is, this movie's deep as fuck. Like you should be digging deep into these movies and you're not. <laughs> Cause that that's a, that's literally me being like ignorant. Cause that's how I am with the Matrix whatsoever. I'm like, you and have that, to dig very deep to like this movie. Yeah, my whole point is like I think something that like I I could just this could just be my like own skewed opinion on it. But I feel like we in this like era of like geek culture, you know, mm-hmm. and like nerdy pop culture, people just want what they want. You know, mm-hmm. they they want it. They they want to see they want toby mcguire and andrew garfield to be in no way home not because it's like emotionally or narratively satisfying but because that's something they like and they want to see it again yes. period and i'm excited to see them and i'm so it. fucking I'm, excited I'm yeah so excited. but that, that's the, that's like it's like you said with dr octopus it makes no sense he and every single villain they all themselves. redeem themselves at the end yeah, of the it movie. makes no sense but like it's what people want to see you know like <laughs> I and I, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that in moderation. You know, I just don't want that to be every movie just giving me what I want. You know, so because to me, I think it's much more impactful and powerful to go and like see something and it's like, oh, that's not what I wanted, but that's what I needed. Damn. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. You literally, like, I know. <laughs> and that's what I think this movie does. Like, I think yeah. this is like, probably like if i just had no knowledge of the sequels like i got out of the matrix it's like okay what do you want from the sequel it'd probably be something completely different from this yeah but like after watching it's like well of course that's what 
what's next, you know, duh. Yeah. Like that it's just like philosophical, like sort of like undoing of what you thought you knew, because that's what the first movie is. Yeah. It's all about like, you know, through the rabbit hole or no, through the looking glass down the rabbit hole, like the world you thought you knew isn't what you thought you knew it. As. Yeah. And then this just further pulls the rug out from Neo, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. he at the end of the movie, at the end of Matrix One, he is the one. You now yeah, confirmed. He's it. God. <laughs> he's God. Uh part two. What would you even want to see from God? And you're like, fuck, I don't know. I want to see him exactly. Cool shit. And it's ex- cool shit. But it, the movie's proving you it's like exactly no one fucking knows what to do next. You can't do he already saved humanity. He's he's God, he's the one, he's gonna save humanity. And then they're like, okay, how does he save humanity? You're like, fuck, you actually want to know about that? <laughs> <laughs> he just saved humanity there, the end. Yeah. It's, no, no, no. it's also just like, he's God. How do we make this like narratively challenging for him? You know, <laughs> like, it's like, fuck. We, we, we didn't think we'd get another one. <laughs> and it, it, it's like a very simple, like, how do you challenge someone who's essentially God? It's like, you reveal that they're not actually God. They're not in control. Yeah. You know, Neo is not in control of his destiny. Like that's, yeah. And I ideally said it to me. It's setting up for the third one again. I don't know where it's going. Yeah. Like, can he still wrestle out like his God. own ending from the hands, the forces of destiny, or whatever? But it's like, bro, no, <laughs> you're gonna save the Matrix. That's it. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna save humanity. It's like, but. But they said I'm not supposed to. You are. We fucking told you. Just believe us already. Yeah. Um. Well, another one element. Like I can't believe we've gone this long without talking about that. I loved. I did not expect. I don't. That I just like thought was great. Is like Agent Smith as like a rogue program. Oh. 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 Like just as like a. I I thought he's like a jealous ex boyfriend. You know. <laughs> you know? I was fired. Like <laughs> <laughs> you left me at the altar, Mister Anders. <laughs> you stood me up, Mister Anders. Oh I waited. At the, I waited at the Applebee's for a whole hour and forty-five minutes, waiting for you to show up. I, I even ordered an appetizer. <laughs> I ordered pretzel bites. For <laughs> oh and my it's god so, it's so great so, because you know like it's so much more interesting than like oh the, the matrix just brought agent smith back it's like no he's like he's kind of a weird he's kind of a third party almost you know he doesn't even feel like he belongs there whatsoever no but he's great because it's just like it's just pure it's pers- it's purely personal for him you, know? yes. like, you took away my purpose i'm gonna do the same thing to you and he kind of does yeah yeah so like, who the fuck else are we going to make the villain? This guy, it was God versus supposed God. And it's like he yeah. fucking killed supposed God. He's not God. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah. We already told you Neo is God. Why the fuck do you still think this guy could kill him? It makes no sense. <laughs> and then this was like, oh, he's still alive. We're like, what? I thought he wasn't God. <laughs> I thought God was the only one who could do that. No, so can Agent Smith. He's a rogue agent. Here, have him fight a bunch of him. Yeah. Which, let's talk about that scene. Yeah. 
the, mean, what, first, the it's always Burly good to see the Oracle. It's always good to see the Oracle, you know? Oof, yeah, she's, she's great. Good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Burly Brawl is really good up until he, he, it becomes a PlayStation 3 cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, like... <laughs> they went upon this thinking to themselves let's do something that's impossible and they're like let's prove that it's actually possible and then they're at the end of it they're like wait it is actually impossible we cannot make that scene a thing without a computer yeah uh and it looks really bad (laughs) (laughs) oh man everything looks like plastic they chose to decide to make it hard themselves put them in a, a like flowy dress thing and it's just Broad plastic daylight. Broad in daylight. the wind. <laughs> like there's no the sunniest day in Chicago. The sunniest <laughs> day in Chicago. <laughs> like could have been raining, super dark out. No, it's the sunniest day in Chicago. They decided to film. It's uh, um, like the most impossible things ever. Like no one on film has ever done this. Move the yeah. camera like this. Have a hundred uh, people on the screen fighting each other like they're not yeah. moving in a crowd in the same motion or no, no, no. they are all doing different things yeah exactly each other. and it, it looks is, like it's impressive in that regard like i'm sure at the time this was impressive but it has not aged well what <laughs> yeah uh it was still something they never seen before you still think like dude when gta 5 on the ps3 came out i was yeah. like this is the most realistic shit ever this is the pinnacle it is like I wrote. I have um, no idea what this is of, but I just have the word "good" in one of my notes. I have no idea what scene that's about. Yeah, me neither. I have one that says "Oh God," and then the next one it says "Smith will suffice" because Smith Agent Smith says that, and I was like, "Damn, that's dope as fuck." What do you say? It, it says like uh, Smith. So what? he says Smith will suffice. It's like when Neo oh. and Smith like you know first meet each other at the Burley Brawl. And he's yeah. like, how the fuck are you still alive? And he says, Smith is, will suffice. Some shit like that. Yeah. And then Agent Smith transforms into a human. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's, um, oh, I think I wrote good during the highway chase. Oh, fucking Tenet. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Nolan loves the Matrix Reloaded confirmed. It's, um, I think I'm, I'm, stealing um a take that i've i i think i've heard david from blank check say about this movie but mm-hmm. the guy they go to what's his name with the like maravoni or something mm-hmm. maravonian something like that Marav- yeah is um is a login screen yeah, yeah yeah that's what he said no 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 um he, who does he describe as the login screen i don't think it's him oh it's the the um well, that's a, i'm not sure let me find. It. Let me see if I can find it. But he does say like comp- it's basically a computer program. That's his tech. Yeah. yeah, so much of the action in, is like defined like you know by like how computers work. You know, there's like you know this uh, key it, the the key master guy is like a cheat code. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, the um, the random guy he fights, and then at the end of it, he's like, "Why'd you fight me? What was that for?" He's like, "Ah." Uh, the only way to truly know a person is when you fight them. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy's like a password. That's what he is. Oh, like he's yeah, security. Yeah. He's password security. Yeah. 
like what that makes no sense it's like yeah he's a fucking robot nothing makes sense um and the Mervonian or whatever i don't know but the way i know the way that they connect to the matrix is that basically they are from the second version of the matrix yeah they're kind of like sentient programs you know yeah they're they're the first matrix program uh was too perfect he the architect made a perfect matrix and humans rejected it yeah so he said okay it's the second version let's make it way more suffering and tragedy mm-hmm. and humans were like what the fuck and push it away yeah and so what we're in now is like the sixth version mm-hmm. of the matrix or the third version some shit and it like always that. kind of like it's like a cycle it always kind of ends with the one rebooting yeah and this time the one actually is like, no, I don't want to reboot everything. And you're like, what? <laughs> Why? He, he breaks the cycle, but it might, you know. Yeah, it might break humanity. Yeah. Um, and it's because he is so in love with one person. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say real quick, uh, there's um, one of the like things. It's, it's, it's kind of like a login screen almost. Like, it is like a password almost with the scene with uh, Monica Bellucci. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 for I sure. I see, I see how you love her, and I want you to kiss me like I, you would kiss her. I know Neo's a better dude than I am because I'd be like, oh, bet. <laughs> <laughs> She's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this movie's horny. Yeah, it's horny. Uh, the Mervonian gives a slice of cake that makes a woman orgasm. Yeah. So hard that she runs to the bathroom, and he goes and. Get, receives oral sex from her yeah yeah and they cool. joke about it yeah his <laughs> wife does yeah um uh then there's also like like there's like little like um you know i like the little like i i've said it before like i like the little bits of zion i like the new like I, you know captain niobe is cool um like she used to be her morpheus used to be a thing you know oh yeah niobe yeah um yeah. actually i did i want to say the part i really loved like one of my favorite moments in the whole thing is after that big party rave scene you know where like despite like you know it's like you know that like celebrating and like partying is like an act of protest because like you know they could very well be dead within like 24 hours or something you know and it's like in spite of that we're gonna have a good time you know and like yeah. there's a, the moment where like Morpheus like right before he goes to bed he like looks out over like the city of Zion and he says like you know like something he, what is it what does he say he says like good night Zion sweet dreams you know <laughs> I just like love that little moment yeah um they should absolutely have lost all faith yeah but like, no. no what for yeah damn I'm I'm so I'm surprised that like you have this much to say about it me too i I honestly i think you just realized a lot of these things yeah yeah which i did too like you you definitely opened a lot for me because for me i think the biggest thing i came out with it was like the first matrix is also a lie like that's what they're saying in this one yeah because the first matrix is like hey start making your own choices and this matrix like no those choices that you think are your choices aren't choices they're pre-picked by us yeah Yeah. like we wanted you to feel free you're not actually free 
Oh, I just want to say like some real speed racer shit too when Neo's flying to save Trinity and like the world behind him becomes like all blurry or whatever, you know? Yeah. The, like warp speed kind of look. Also, something I noticed a lot um, watching this one for some reason is how like uh, like funny some of the sounds sound. Like when you do this, <laughs> when she like whips her fist, it's like, like so fucking such yeah. a loud yeah they um or like a gun you fucking hear that you yeah. hear that like yeah. while it's going through the air like yeah i don't have a whole lot of gas left in my tank so what are your five do you want to oh okay um yeah like i said we could make this a shorter one because we both are don't want to overreact <laughs> to uh we also but yeah were, yeah we spent like an hour and a half talking about john bernthal before this yeah that <laughs> felt weird um <laughs> and we talked a lot last episode so i think it's just like you pretty much said like a lot of what i thought actually that's why i'm happy um you said a lot i want to read real quick um uh they're the wachowski's uh contract for doing these two movies included a stipulation that they didn't have to do any media interviews <laughs> which is a baller move i think <laughs> Mm-hmm. damn they don't talk now either no damn that makes me even happier like about this because when they do talk about the movie um it's kind of awkward sometimes actually it's kind of funny like that one um college like q a i told you about last episode um when they bring up the matrix when they bring up the matrix specifically and like there's this movie that they wrote called assassins yeah. when they bring that up like it still feels awkward, <laughs> but they still feel so generous about it. They're like, um, Hey, your interpretation is your interpretation. It's yours. Like make whatever you want of it. Yeah. That's why we've never shared our own, uh, interpretations. And like, that's, that makes me happy about this thing we got going on. <laughs> we are literally doing what they want us to do. They, yeah. they made these movies with dialogue in mind. So even at the end of the day, if you're still, saying this movie sucks it's like hey you're talking about it that's exactly what we wanted we wanted people to share your opinion on this movie like be as open-minded as you want with it um yeah i i want to say real quick i read this thing of um the director of photography for these movies uh bill pope i believe is his name he had uh, um in last summer he went on uh roger deakins's podcast uh and said that like compared to the first one that working on the sequels was a negative experience because uh well first he cites there was a lot of pressure you know just because like the first one like nobody really like was paying attention to and then now it's like you're making sequels to the biggest movie in the past like 10 years or whatever and but he also said uh that the wachowskis had at some point in between filming one and the sequels read this book by stanley kubrick that had mm-hmm. said something like actors don't do natural performances until you wear them out down. And mm-hmm. so they were doing like an insane amount of takes to uh, for each uh, scene. Like uh, <laughs> and he ends the quote by saying, I want to dig Stanley Kubrick up and kill him. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. Damn, that does explain a lot of those weird ass super like, they're like being so fake, but it feels so good. 
Yeah, like very unnatural, but still, yeah. like, it still that's, works. It's on purpose. Yeah. Um, Especially fucking Agent Smith. Like, he feels like a robot. He's completely dead. Um, <laughs> uh, another bit I love during the architect, I love like all the Neos on the, in the background on the TVs during the architect scene. And uh, I sent you, did you get a chance to watch that video I sent you of them filming that? Yeah, when he's cursing. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that bit where he's like, <laughs> fuck you and your, and then it like bleeps it out. Gold white prick. <laughs> yeah, that, that looks like it'd be a fun day on set, you know? <laughs> yeah, Keanu, he's a hippie, bro. Yeah, and it's so good because Neo is so like chill and like restrained. They like seeing me is like, it's unsettling to see all these you know, versions of him going like bananas or whatever. Yeah, it's like Venom. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like no, so- it's it's like this projection of like every single thing within him, you know, like all these things he could be or he is deep down, but like, you know, oh, the, the architect scene's good. It's a shame that that's like one of the most parodied elements of this movie. Yeah, parodied, but I don't think it's negative entirely, right? Uh, or do they? Because I love this scene. It's probably my favorite scene in the movie. I feel like that scene was like, when it came out, it was like, joked about. Like, there was like an MTV Movie Awards parody of it, you know? Like, it was yeah, like I know kind of like that. a joke. But like, I think like, because I went rewatched scene on YouTube and all of the comments are like, this, you know, you, you just have to keep an open mind. You have to be like, you know, actually use your brain or, you know, shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't people just be normal on the internet? Yeah, they're so fucking tired. (laughs) Why can't people just be regular? Yeah, you're right. It's literally always a fucking personality. It's fucking disturbing. Holy shit. (laughs) That's real as fuck. Damn. But apparently, like, all the F-words in the movie come from the TVs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't don't remember any other F-words. Yeah. One gets said in French at some point, I think, but yeah the dumb um, fucking scene <laughs> um it literally feels like okay even after that scene you're like i don't understand what's going on and still like i don't care i <laughs> it felt useless that scene felt stupid it's like yeah it is it's pretty dumb um and that performance is fucking ridiculous it feels like a parody in itself <laughs> That guy's actually French, and he's fucking doing this ridiculous French accent. <laughs> Even talk about those like weird ghost dudes with dreadlocks. Uh, yeah, I remember that from uh, childhood. I remember those two characters. It's weird. They have dreads, and they're white, and they're super long dreads too. But in the Matrix, they're ghosts. Uh, so the Oracle explains that uh, the reason why ghosts and uh, alien sightings and like vampires and werewolves, those myths exist, is because they're real. Every single person who says they've seen these things, they're telling the truth. Um, these are old programs from the second Matrix. Yeah. Uh, like the one that was supposed to be super scary and horrifying. They're still here. Like, they were deleted, but never existed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, they deleted them never fully, though. They're still, like, deep down in the coding. Yeah, they're like literal ghosts in the machine. 
and that's super cool. Yeah, I, I love that. It's cool. There's vampires. <laughs> they kill vampires with a silver bullet. <laughs> it's also like, yeah, like I'm starting to put together in my head because like, you know, I'd only ever seen the trailer. I was like for Resurrections, you know, like while watching that, having only seen the first movie, I'm like, how did they get from that first movie to this, you know? Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, especially after that architect scene, I'm starting to get an idea of like what I, what I feel gonna like end I, how they're going to end it. Is that what you mean? What I, what I feel like is going on in resurrections, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 The architect scene exists for them to literally tell you, well, okay, let's go back to the, the Oracle scene. The Oracle scene exists for her to tell you, Hey, every choice you think you've made and that you've like gone against, it's not true. Like you are doing exactly what they want you to do. Uh-huh. Exactly where you're supposed to be. You think you have a choice. You have no choice. Yeah. And then the architect scene is like Oracle. She's not wrong. She's fucking right. She's exactly yeah. right. Also I'm friends with her, dude. <laughs> she's like fucking grandmother. She's my dude. coworker. <laughs> and then they're like, also, what if the architect was just like a dishy, like bro, just like <laughs> get off my fucking level, dude. All right, I'm tight with the Oracle. You don't even know what I'm on. <laughs> Me and her linked, bro. We already linked before. <laughs> She's my sneaky link, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh. Yeah, but that's what it's doing. That's yeah. what architect yeah. is doing. Yeah. And he's also saying, like, you think <laughs> you think you're free, but bro, you're still not. Bro. You're gonna yeah, you are going to kill us, but we knew that already. We knew you're gonna <laughs> kill us. You're the one, you're God. That yeah. you're the only thing that could defeat us. Uh, but still, just letting you know, we knew that already. Uh, you're not as free willed as you think you are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, crazy scene to put in a sequel to the biggest blockbuster of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, he makes a decision. And even still, as an audience member, you're like, wait, what? I, I thought I thought he's the one. It's like, saw- you, you idiot. He still is the one. Yeah. Like, no, but he said he's not. No, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. I just want to say, like, Something that I I just saw a tweet talking about it, but like, and I think carries over to Agent Smith here. They're like, I think the part of these movies that's maybe age of the best is like the way <laughs> Agent Smith's whole thing is just like someone who is on the internet and hates it <laughs> on Twitter, just like I hate it here. <laughs> Smell Bo Burnham, bro. Yeah, it's Bo Burnham. That's uh, literally Bo Burnham, bro. Don't you hate the fucking internet? He tweeted that twenty seconds ago. Um, uh, anything else we should talk about Reloaded? I am very excited to see how Revolutions wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think, yeah, it's great. He, um, he's not in love with, uh, humanity like he should be. He's in love with one person. Well, but that's I, an, I, I that's think enough. he's still in love with humanity, but he's like so determined to try and save all of it is like what he's doing. I feel like. No, I think he's he doesn't. Interesting. Like he doesn't 
like he still doesn't think he's gonna save all of it he's just like oh, i don't care i'm in love with her all i need yeah. is her really yeah like yeah, Sacrif- he's, he's, yeah. A, he's not a perfect he's not he you know he's not god you know he's he's the one but he's still a guy yeah he's imperfect next week we're talking about we're doing we're, we're going back to big willie style we're talking about king richard Mm-hmm. We recorded that episode before we recorded this one. It's a pretty good one. We could tell you that much. Uh, we talk about John Bernthal for quite a bit in it. Um, and then the week after that, we are watching uh, Matrix Revolutions, wrapping out the original trilogy before on New Year's Eve, our episode on the newest one, Resurrections, comes out. Well, um, we'll wrap up as we always do with... Um, our recommendations, this could be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem, anything that we are enjoying and want to share with you. I got a real quick one, a video game. I've been playing uh, Halo Infinite. The multiplayer is free. Um, I've been playing on PC. It is a fun game. <laughs> um, I, I really should not have downloaded it like right before finals week because I I. I I just want to play Halo, but, uh, you know, I was a PlayStation kid growing up, so I really missed out on Halo, but, you know, the new one's free. It's on PC. My computer barely runs it, but (laughs) uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Scratches that itch of, like, when I would go over to a friend's house and they would set up, like, the co-op or split-screen multiplayer. Yeah. My recommendation is, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the album for for real, like fo, like the number fo, uh, by four five four, uh, in insane new hip hop album, like uh, like hyper pop, weird crazy bullshit. It's absolutely insane. I wish I listened to it earlier this year, because I'd probably call it my favorite project of the year if I had more time with it. But I've only had like a week with it, so. I can't call it that. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Like if you you're into hyper pop, just like hyper pop hip hop, it's absolutely crazy. You should listen to it. Nice. Um, intro and outro music is um, "Wake Up" by Rage Against the Machine. Uh, anything else? Am I forgetting something? Follow us at Stargazing underscore Podcast. I think that's it. Yeah. Matrix fact of the week. Okay, this week's. Matrix Fact of the Week is in Moises. Did you know uh, your life is the sum of a remainder of an unbalanced equation inherent to the programming of the Matrix? You are the eventuality of an anomaly, which despite my sincerest efforts, I have been unable to eliminate from what is otherwise a harmony of mathematical precision. While remains a burn and assiduously avoided, it is not unexpected and thus not beyond a measure of control, which has led you inexorably here. The Matrix is older than, yeah, you got it. So I'm, I'm Neo? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you're the one. Sorry, Moises. That's the Matrix Act of the Week. You're the one. Damn. I'm Colin Kermins. I'm Moises Camacho. We'll see you next week with King Richard. What you reap is what you sow!